And welcome, welcome, welcome <laughs> to the fourth episode of Bad Friends Worst Critics, oh. where I, Noah Davis, along with John Pina and Lane Wellman, talk about anything from movies, TV, music, video games, and more. Now, today Every we're... fucking <laughs> intro, I can't help but think we're just the stupidest pieces of shit on earth. Listen, everybody's gotta do it. Everybody's gotta do it. It's just, it's a part of the business, the industry. That's how you get in. Yeah, it's industry insiders. I can let you know <laughs> yeah. for sure. Once we're, making money, once we're making yeah. money, we can get rid of the intro, kind of do our own free form kind of thing. But right now, we're going to talk there, about yeah. the news. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right now, we're going to talk about the news, and we're a little light this week. Uh, I'm going to talk about video games for one piece of news, and that is all. The Mass Effect Legendary Edition was announced mm, last week. Yes. This week which is an HD up-res of the existing Mass Effect trilogy. And they also confirmed a new Mass Effect is in development. Thank fucking Do... God. I'm I so... know you both like those games, but in general, yeah. do yeah, we but... like them because of nostalgia, or were they, like, actually just really good games? <clears throat> Mass Effect 2 is, like, one of the best games of all time. I don't particularly love them, but they have their place in history as these expansive... Uh, RPGs, I and they're like space no horror, just kind of yeah. like the yeah. It's kind of more space action, I would say. I mean, maybe not horror. Right. Dead Space is more of the horror, yeah, space kind of thing. But yeah, yeah I'm and with the <clears throat> development, you know, I wonder if that's going to be a Mass Effect Four or an Andromeda type situation. Yeah, I'm not too hopeful for the new one. <laughs> I hope it's good. But I really, I'm really not expecting anything. But definitely gonna get the HD remake. Did you ever play Andromeda? I started playing. I didn't. I didn't finish it, but I did yeah. start it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever finished the Mass Effect. As much as I like all the elements surrounding them, <laughs> I just don't love the games. Anyways, moving on to movies <laughs> and/or TV, uh, we have news that Judge Judy, who everyone thought was retiring last year. <laughs> Has announced it that back, she's baby. coming back with a new show on IMDb TV, which is Amazon's ad-supported streaming service centered around IMDb. Interesting. I'd like to take this moment to shout out Quibi. Oh man, I can't wait totally to get that Quibi subscription. <laughs> Chrissy Teigen wishes she had oh, the experience man. and the. Uh, sheer awesomeness that judge judy has all right the, the wherewithal the, uh, uh, the, the emotional difference. and intellectual integrity that uh our lord and savior judge judy has <laughs> so i assume the judge judy the new show is gonna be just judge judy's show just it's on just judge judy okay yeah. so it's nothing new yeah. it's just okay <laughs> yeah well she uh, announced just... she was retiring oh okay and so she was just retiring that. from that one show i guess technically yeah, and honestly, the piece of news in this is I didn't know what the hell IMDb TV was. I see I it. Uh, yeah, every time I get on IMDb, I see it, and I'm like, why? <laughs> why is this a thing? <laughs> uh, Amazon wants to make more money. Yeah, I I'm, guess. I'm not sure, really. Uh, Once again, I defer to there's like 10 more streaming services than ever will be needed. Uh, the Q1 that shall not be named. RIP and whichever yeah. one from last week we said is getting started up for no apparent fucking uh, haystack the news one <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> perfect yeah yeah okay moving on uh it is announced that tenet is finally coming to blu-ray and i guess it's gonna be stream on streaming? december 15th uh they you can announce anything like that you can already buy it on amazon yeah i checked like today because i was like shit i need to watch the movie but, so but it's not going to be streamed on Prime, right? You have to buy it. On you Prime. have to buy it. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I assume this is the nail in the coffin, like, for Tenet's domestic release. Are they simply cashing out and seeing what they can get off the Blu-ray release? Probably. Because Warner Bros. has said they've made $350 million worldwide, but how much does that cost? Yeah. I don't know if I believe that number. That's a... I mean, maybe. I, mean, I don't know. That's what they said. It says the budget was two hundred five, and they made yeah. three fifty. So okay. not a lot, honestly. Yeah, for for Nolan and big budget summer action movie, 
not uh, not the best looks. Not terrible, obviously. Hundred mil. He's a hundred mil, but but he's he's like notorious so for he's notorious for never like using his full budget too, right? That's like one of his things I've heard. I think I don't know if that's true or not. No idea. Could totally be right. Uh, <laughs> moving on to a little. Does, more does this top. look like a place where we do our research? You're right. You're right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm the fucking. Idea. Who's who? Who are we talking about right now? Uh, moving to a little more topical piece of news, we have Johnny Depp resigning from the Fantastic Beast franchise this after is... that libel suit uh, didn't go as planned. This is hot as fuck. Yeah, like, uh, what a hot topic. Has delayed the movie to 2022, and apparently Maz Mickelson is in talks to replace him. I really feel like before everything, like everything is all said and done, he'll be back. With the way the internet is like, like raging, so, I think I think for it'll someone be fine. who's lived in a fucking rock for the past, lived under a rock for the past like however many months this has been going on. What lawsuit with Johnny Depp and Fantastic Beasts? Okay, uh, Johnny Depp sued Amber Heard because in some interview, I believe she uh, alluded to a previous abusive relationship. And, oh yeah and johnny depp said that was liable because it didn't happen big court case they said both of each other are abusers and then finally last week or this week johnny depp loses the libel case and that causes warner bros to say hey man you need to quit canceled yeah but it seems like the twitter sphere is kind of turning around well i think that she hired like a pi to like investigate like like hey dig up some dirt and prove that he was like beating me and the pi couldn't come up with anything but he has proof of her like hitting him and so it's like this big thing where she's trying to play the victim card but he's the victim and warner bros was like you need to get out johnny sorry but she's gonna stay on with you know aquaman yeah it's just yeah, it's a pivotal role yeah, truly. Yeah. She plays she plays Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, she's Aquaman. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen yeah. the Fantastic Beast movies though. I haven't either. They, I don't like them at all. Sweet. It's so we're not missing any. Hot take. I'm not afraid to say that at all. <laughs> uh, that person. I mean, was dull. I don't really care for Harry Potter that much either. I'll say that too. It's fine. I, I, I like. I like good. the universe. I like the universe. Yeah. The universe is interesting. The movies oh. just don't do it for me. It's like the Lord of the Rings movies nowadays too. I'm like, it's so Whoa. cool, <laughs> but unless, well, no, no, no. Here, no. Listen, listen, listen. Unless you skip the entirety of the Hobbit, and you watch the extended <laughs> all three back to back, and make a whole fucking day out of it, I then I, I can't watch them. Don't watch the Hobbit. Never watch the Hobbit. Of course, never watch. I'm, I'm, I'm there with you. I'm saying, but I've only, only under those circumstances. <clears throat> I've only seen the Lord of the Rings movies once, and that's what I did. It's like, I'm just going to sit down, one sitting, just watch all three of the extended cuts. And I was like, well, maybe I'll just watch The Hobbit after this. And I think I started, <laughs> I got like 10 minutes in, and I was like, there's no way, I can't do this. Yeah, I can't do it's it. Not, it's not comparable. We can probably get to that discussion another time, because I'm <laughs> plenty of <good> at, uh... <laughs> Animated Hobbit movie. That's the one you need yeah, to Yeah, that's the... That's the it's okay. it's the gold standard. It's the gold standard. <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest adventure. Uh, so Okay, good. moving so good. on, please. Uh, <laughs> we have Jordan Peele announced he was producing yet another horror remake of an old horror movie called People Under the Stairs. And apparently it's about a burglary gone wrong. Boilers, uh, man. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, my thing is, how many things can Jordan Peele remake? He's got Twilight Zone. He's doing the Candyman remake. Now he's doing this. Does he just get to pick through a library and? Oh yeah, I'll, I'll do that for you guys. <laughs> you know. Probably. You remember Get Out? Come on. I like Get Out, and I like Jordan Peele. I do like Get Out. But then Us was made. Yeah, I don't like Us that much. And Us was like... It did, that's the feeling when I ended the movie. I just let out the biggest sigh, and I went, Really? You're so creative and smart, and this is what this is how this ends? Uh, so, I've not seen people on the stairs, so I assume he'll do it justice, question mark? 
if it's like a cult classic, but I've never even heard of it, so I don't know. Same. I just thought it was interesting since. Right, it's not made a movie in fucking yeah. forever. Yeah. yeah. I'll pretty much just watch uh, anything he comes out with, for sure. We also have Umbrella. Umbrella Chronicles? No, that's not what it's called. Umbrella Academy. Academy. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking Resident Evil. My bad. Umbrella Academy was recently up. renewed for season three on Netflix, which isn't so big in itself, but Netflix rarely does season threes because apparently they cost more money. So that's interesting to see out of all the shows Netflix has, that's the one that gets them. Is there any I, reason why season threes cost more? Apparently it's a contractual thing. That's yeah. like the first two seasons you have the same pay grade, but season three is some sort of commitment to it. So everybody gets a little bigger piece of the chunk or, you know, bigger, gotcha. piece, of bigger piece, bigger piece of the chunk. <laughs> bigger <laughs> chunk. <laughs> the classic American idiom. Go over to grandma's house for some chunk. Get a big old piece of that. You tell me you ain't never eaten chunk. I <laughs> <laughs> grew up in the streets. Fucking Curtis Snow style, never had any chunk. Oh man. <laughs> okay. Uh, Too early. Vaughn also confirmed this week that Wedding Crashers 2 is in the works of mm. some sorts. How Everyone's old are they now? The request of 2020. They gotta be too he's old. Probably, he has to be getting 60, right? Well, he's uh, just, he's in the new. 50. Have you seen. Owen Wilson's 51. Uh, it's too old. Too old to be doing Wedding Crashers 2. Oh, man. Uh, the the new Freaky movie. So it's like based. It's like more horror, but it's based on Freaky Friday. But Vince Vaughn is also in that, where he's like a serial killer that somehow trades bodies with like a teenage girl. I don't know. It's super. I don't know. It's based on Freaky Friday. Yeah, it's it's like movie. it's like the same. It's just a body swap thing. Oh, yes. Comedy slash. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, then. Yeah, I don't... Sure. <laughs> I'll allow it, I guess. I feel like it's going to be like something quirky, like, oh, it's his daughter's weddings. It's their daughter's weddings or something. Like, that's the only way I can... That's the only way I can imagine them bringing it back. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. How are you going to have two Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn age I was thinking, like... I was thinking, like, old lady, like, their parents remarry or some shit. And it's, oh, like, an 80-year-old. No, that's, like... that's stepbrothers, too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you're right, you're right. <laughs> but see, I would watch Step Brothers 2 if that was the plot. Wedding Crashers 2 has got nothing for me. Leave it in 2005 where it belongs. Yeah. Uh, also, this week, Netflix... like how much sexual assault you think happens oh, in that movie? Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I haven't rewatched that movie in so long, but like 2005 comedy Probably about more than sex. Twice. Yeah, it's like it's enough times Probably to make. Twice. Enough homophobic jokes to just stay in Oh, yeah, there's got to be at least one of those. <laughs> yeah, like, there's got to be at least one. Like, oh, uh, you didn't make a bridesmaid? What are you, gay? <laughs> like, oh, God, please. Can we please get out of that here. one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Netflix, uh, and now another piece of Netflix news. They announced that Hubie Halloween, the Adam Sandler Halloween comedy, is their most watched movie of 2020. Oh my god. This Which... isn't news. Yes, it is. Because if you do the math, that's roughly the most popular movie of the year. Well, because I mean... Netflix subscribers. But that's not news. There's a reason that's why they paid Adam Sandler a bajillion million dollars. <laughs> and it's because he can shit out gold. Okay? These <laughs> movies just, cost it's... nothing, have literally no plot, and it's Adam playing like 12 characters with his best buds every single year, like clockwork. And they make so much money. What a I dream, though. Yeah. That's the dream. Like, honestly. That's literally the dream, dude. You tell me <clears> you can, how you can print out paper or money. And I just, I just had the best movie idea. It's fake real dude. life where you do a body swap with Adam Sandler. <laughs> He's now us. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so we play Adam Sandler being us. <laughs> okay. And we're all just various Adam Sandler. I'm gonna email. Characters. I'm gonna email his agent, pitch it to him, and see he what he just thinks. Just has a cameo right at the end where it's like him being us, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And then it ends. Fade the black. It's all laugh as I've ever seen transition. We also had a movie announced this week called No Sudden Move. It's gonna be brought by director Steven Soderbergh, and it's gonna be set in 50s Detroit. 
and has a pretty stacked cast with David Harbour, Don Cheadle, Brendan Fraser. There were more than that, but that's the three that stood out to me. Uh, okay. Honestly, it's more because Steven Soderbergh, it's not that he can't do no wrong, it's that I'm always excited for what he does next, whether it be, you know, Logan Lucky. Is 1950s or, Detroit like a big like mafia thing or like what's the? I, I think I think it's like what's special about 50s of, Detroit? I think it's some sort of mob thing. Yeah, you know, I don't I know. Don't I read know. the synopsis for like two seconds. Uh, cannot tell you. I'm excited. For I like Soderbergh. Does. I was yeah. gonna say I liked Logan Lucky, Contagion. He also uh, created the show The Nick. If you ever watched that with Clive Owen, it's about doctors early 1900s. Well, let me just okay, watch well, it now. Okay, well, it's <laughs> really good. It's really good, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's honestly all we have for movies and TV news, but the biggest piece of news is Alex Trebek passing this week, which is a big bummer. Uh, R.I.P. To the main man. Many a, Jeopard many a Jeopardy night shared between the three men you're staring before. <laughs> Fucking... Very true. <laughs> like, no cap. Oh man, fucking Alex Trebek. Speaking of which, goddamn, uh, Kenny Beats has been doing uh, beat battles the last several mm -hmm. months on Twitch, uh, and he now just took like all the winners of all the beat battles and has them like in a playoff tournament for like it's for a bunch of crazy equipment, like ten thousand dollars worth of equipment, like a bunch of plugs, and I think potentially like a song like with one of his rapper buddies. Um, anyone from like. Like Denzel to fucking JPEG Mafia to you just get a number and they have a ball with like their faces on it. <laughs> literally, literally. <laughs> uh, but I, I'm not sure all the details exactly. But it's like a ton of money uh, being thrown at these guys. And for the semifinals, uh, they did a. I don't know if you remember the episode where Alex Trebek uh, has like a category where it's him doing auto tune nursery rhymes over beats. <laughs> and I don't that's remember the that. Sample. That's the goddamn sample. <laughs> and it's so bad. It's like literally the worst sample I ever heard. And then they just turn it into actual fire. It's so good. Okay. Like Check that one out. Wants to see it. Yeah. That is pretty much it for the news. It was a pretty slow week for some reason. I was like, I thought kind of after post-election we'd get some more news, but... Just people killing each other over the new consoles. That's pretty much, I think, <laughs> all that's going on. New consoles, <clears throat> Tristan yeah. made it alive. Tristan, if you're, oh, Tristan's not watching. He's too busy playing yeah. PS5. <laughs> oh, was Jimmy Hoffa in Detroit? That's what Michael's getting at. That's totally possible. Yeah, he disappeared near Detroit, Michigan. <laughs> Interesting. Don't know if that's what the movie's going to be about, but that would make sense. Cool. I don't know. <clears throat> We'll move on. Um, big surprise. Guess what I've been watching more of this week? Supernatural. Supernatural. Criminal Minds. Oh, uh, dang supernatural. it. Supernatural. Supernatural. Uh, no one's died again yet. Um, it's been a pretty slow week of Supernatural. But I did watch a movie this week. Whoa. Stranger Than Fiction. You guys ever oh, seen yeah, the Will Ferrell movie? The Will Ferrell movie, yeah. What did you think of that? It's a pleasant movie. Like, I, I like. It's easy to watch. Yeah, I like. I like the plot. Have you ever seen it, John? I have seen it. I don't really remember the plot. I know it's like a narrator narrates his life and he's running around doing shit, but I, I, don't, I don't remember how it ends. So, I'm, that's probably a big. I probably could tell you how movie. it ends. Honestly, he. I can because I just watched it yesterday. Spoilers! Spoilers! Spoilers for the 2005 <laughs> movie Stranger Than Fiction. <laughs> There's clearly there's clearly a 57 year limit on. Sports. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right my bad. <laughs> like that's um, a handbook. He finds the author. He's like, "Hey, I'm the character that you're writing the story about." She has like a, you know, she freaks out. She's like, "I already wrote. I have the ending." They read the ending, and he's like, "Yeah, you can kill me. This is like a really good book. Just kill me." Which I thought was kind of weird. I don't know that I would ever be like, "Is it worth killing me because there's a good book about it?" But Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, then she decides not to, right? He gets hit by the bus, and then the watch, like, saves his life. That's kind of how it ends. Yeah, that I don't remember. <sighs> yeah. You're not selling me on rewatching this movie. I, I mean, I don't think it's, I don't think I'll ever watch it again. I think it's, dude, I love Maggie Gyllenhaal, but I think it was, like, a weird thing. Was that, that, that? 
She's the love interest for Will really? Ferrell. Yeah. I don't remember her at all. It's Will Ferrell and Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> it's super weird. Um, oh, you mean Andy a... McPhee. Sorry, I, I didn't know who we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, that's the only thing that was like really weird for me. It, I don't know. Uh, other than that, yeah, it was a pretty good movie. Um, pretty good out of 10. Pretty good out of yeah, 10. I would. About, about pretty good out of 10. 5 out of 7 would recommend watching once in your life, maybe. Okay. Um, maybe. <laughs> didn't listen to a whole lot. Same old, same old. I've uh, been listening to like one Emma Rosa song on repeat for like days. What song? It's called Re, just R E. Um, it's actually fire. It's actually a really good song. That's in my notes. It's <clears throat> Emma Rosa Re is fire, courtesy of Lane. It's. Um, we'll stop listening. To yeah, it. I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. So what it is is they have this album where you know they have all the songs or whatever, but the last song on the track is so the last song is like a medley of all the other songs in the album and it's just fire so um i like it because of the drums on it and i actually emailed the drummer and he emailed me back today that was kind of cool but well yeah hey well because he said he said why you fucking write me an email yeah (laughs) so so i like yeah (laughs) 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 um i was just like hey man this is one of the craziest like tracks I've ever heard for like drums. Is there like do you have a video of you playing this? Because there there aren't any videos of anyone ever playing it. And I was like, there's just some things I need to like see to believe. And he was like, "Hey man, thanks for the kind words. Um, no, I don't remember how to play this, and I will not relearn it." <laughs> he's, he's he's like, I basically just improv that entire song for the recording, and then that was it. I never like remembered how to play it. So, the, so they'll never play it live, basically. Well, he doesn't even tour with them. He just did that album, and then. Oh, cool! Yeah, that he just recorded. Like the dream right there. Yeah. That's actually the dream. For yeah. Sure. So that was cool. I got to talk to him for a second, but um, other than that, that's about it for me. Uh, Noah, what you got? My thing. Yes. Okay. Uh, of course, like always, I watched too many hours of TV. The Simpsons. Simpsons. Oh, no. <laughs> actually, not a, not not a single episode of Simpsons. Chappelle Show. Uh, well, you know, I'm actually about finished with that, so... I actually uh, remember, I started the Chappelle show this week again, too. Yeah, I, I also uh, realized... You know, it's it's Chappelle's show, right? With an apocalypse. Yeah, 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 yeah you, know, you know. It's whatever I want it to be. It's, yeah. it's, 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 my pod, it's my podcast. I'll call it whatever the fuck I want it to call it. You're right, you're right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I realized uh, Prime added MXC, the old Spike show... That they dub over a Japanese game oh, show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I survived yeah, a Japanese game show. Yeah, mm. yeah. Don't yeah. get eliminated. <laughs> and you know what's surprising? It's actually a lot less racist than I thought it was. Because I just really? assumed, oh, old Spike TV, it's probably super racist. Great, I'm going to be cringing. But no, it's actually sort of clean humor. You know, it's a little dirty, but I was pleasantly surprised. Okay. Um, I also finished Iron Iron Blooded Orphans, the Gundam show I was talking about right, last right, week. Right. That second season was awesome, so awesome! Like I totally it changed my whole mind on the whole show. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure what it is about Gundam, but the second halves are just better, I guess. Uh, most anime season twos are a little boring because it tries to change the status quo or doesn't change enough, but this one struck that perfect balance. And had one of the best death scenes. I'll probably remember that forever, honestly. Uh, I would highly recommend if you're in the mood for some Gundam, watch some more Reno 911. <laughs> right, Crazy. that was the other one. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't remember what the third one was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, then I finished another Gundam show because I'm in a Gundam kick. Uh, 08 MS Team. It's alright. It's alright. I'm not even going to talk about it really. Um, what the fuck is Takeshi's Castle? That's the oh, game shit. show for That's MXG. the game show. No. Michael. <laughs> That's the actual game show. Michael came in clutch with the name of the real game show. Motherfucker. Yeah, I had never known that was the name until the show says it on the credits. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, honestly, nothing else. I've met no movies, I don't believe. But music-wise, I listened to System of the Downs 
two new songs. Oh, yeah, I saw. Really? I saw on Twitter. Yeah. yeah, it's like first new music in like fifteen years or something. Yeah, they released them. Uh, any and just just when I asked what happened to two thousand music. <laughs> any <laughs> money they make from it goes to the conflict between Armenia and Azerbaijan. There's another country with Azerbaijan. A. Yes, that's Asgard. It. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, they're all right. The first song is pretty stereotypical system, but I actually really like the second <clears> one. <throat> Nothing that's going to change my mind on System of a Down. It did get me listening to their albums again, <clears throat> which I guess is a good thing. You mean uh, Chop Soy on repeat? <laughs> no, I was just going to hypnotize and steal this album. You know, I don't know if this is a hot take because I never really listened to them, but I think I like Surge's like solo stuff better than System that's of a Down. Yeah, that's a hot take. yeah that's a hot I take. liked I liked his solo Surge stuff. Surge is fine. Surge is fine. Well, I don't think I could tell you a single solo song. Uh, Empty Walls, dude. Empty that's Walls is such a banger. Uh, and then I pretty that's pretty much all I did this week. Yeah, yeah that's it. That's it. Cool. Um, crazy. <clears throat> I, like I said, watched literally one of the worst movies I've ever watched, and not for any reason of it being, like, objectively a bad movie, but in the sense of, like, it literally just did nothing for an hour and a half and then ended. There was no romance, there was no character building, it was like, here's what's going to happen, and then that happened, and then the movie ended. Is this a Netflix original? It is an Apple TV original. <laughs> directed by Sofia Coppola, starring Rashida Jones and Bill Murray. Interesting. Oh, is it the fake uh, Boston Translation? <laughs> mm, I don't think so. But it's a uh, goddamn, like, father-daughter bonding over her, like, thoughts of her... Yeah, her thinking that her husband's cheating on her, basically. And so they oh. just, like, go on a caper. And her dad's, like, an eccentric millionaire, played by Bill Murray. And she's Rashida Jones. Uh, and she's married to a Wayne's brother. And that's how that tied in. <laughs> uh, and I'm just like, oh, man, it was bad. Uh, like, on I the was rocks? really drunk. And I still couldn't, like, be entertained. Like, I couldn't even make myself laugh watching it. Out of ten, how bad was it? Probably, like, a four, three. <laughs> like, real bad. bad. Real bad. IMDb says like six and a half. Out of 10. Yeah, like that's of interesting. <laughs> oh well, of course. Sorry. Yeah, you need to change I your score, John. My, I changed it for my IMDb rating. Uh, he actually said it was yeah. a six point five. Yeah, but just like it really just did nothing. Like it was shot well. Like Bill Murray is a good actor. Like it was. It tried to be interesting, but it just wasn't. So as a result of its effort, it just felt like it just was so fucking bad. Um, yeah, that's the only movie I watched, besides, obviously, the Suggestion movie. Um, TV, been watching Umbrella Academy, made it through the first two episodes, and Noah said it best, I'll let him take it away, but uh, Doom Patrol did it better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I don't want to take it away, because I don't want to ruin any impressions uh, for you, but the only thing that show did right was Pogo. And you'll know more once you keep watching the first season. Did you finish the first season? No, first, first two episodes. That's it. Oh, oh, only made two episodes. Bad, bad. Uh, oh, yeah, so <laughs> I will just say Pogo is the best part. Yeah. I mean, it seems fine. Like, it's cool because Netflix is essentially just like, I can turn it on and not care about it. Like, it's not something I give a lot of, what's the word? Like, real estate in my mind to watching new things on it i'm like eh, well i'll give us a try and if it's dog shit i'll forget i've ever watched it it's not right. a thinker uh, right <laughs> and so uh uh i also watched uh the third episode of this is us came out this week um and goddamn after the fucking two hour double episode release two weeks ago this shit was boring as fuck because it was just <clears throat> standard drama of like we're gonna add some new characters and we're gonna keep building the hype about these plot lines that we keep teasing and these new characters that we keep bringing in every week and we're not going to resolve any of it Network and, television. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so it's a classic uh dick tease but all in all still a great show still i, I just remembered uh something i hated about umbrella academy season one 
is their reliance on pop songs. I'm not sure if you've hit that point, but they'll just take songs you obviously know or songs the audience obviously knows and they're like, oh, it makes the scene better. And I hate when things do that. Like, one song is fine. Maybe two. Right, right. but like every scene. Ever since Guardians of the fucking Galaxy came out. But even then, even then, those songs were pop songs yeah, but from I, a long time ago. Yeah, it did it well because it was like fresh. It was new. Right. And now all things that are trying to replicate that are not. Like that Guardians 1 soundtrack was literally the entire anthem for like a whole summer. I think but so in Umbrella Academy do they like kind of like tie that into the plot or is it literally just no. So that's no. why I think Guardians did it better cuz it was kind of like he had the tape and so it was like part of his like you know Right, so it was yeah, he? Always, right. He was always like, like listening to his, it's his childhood little mixtape. Yeah. yeah, so like for him, it was like a plot, th- or like it was like a characteristic of his, you know. Right, but that it was didn't work for number two. I know. I, I think it was better <laughs> than one, but yeah. that's why I can tolerate it in those movies. I, yeah, I kind of hate. Yeah, but... no, the first one did it right. Like, I'm, I'm not complaining about the first one. I'm just complaining about the atmosphere it created, where these movies and TV shows seem to have a need for pop songs or else no one's gonna like it because they can't recognize an original song right speaking of soundtracks i got super excited um in that stranger than fiction movie it had the the song fuck what's it called on the nature of daylight which was the main like strings thing from arrival like anytime there was like music playing in arrival it was that by max richter and Stranger Than Fiction had that song in it as well, and I was like, whoa. Oh, really? Yeah. It like blew my mind for a second. Pretty coincidental. Yeah, it's super weird. Sorry, John, what were you I mean, saying? I guess, yeah. I guess it's just like big ambient building kind mm-hmm. of. I mean, that makes sense. Um, well, I pretty much finished TV movies. Uh, music-wise, I listened to a single album and like two, I don't know if it's singles. I listened to a bunch of music, but none worth mentioning except for these three. So yeah. uh, I listened to Re by Emma Rosa. Fire, drums are fire, great song. Uh, and then I got two suggestions. One was just a single song off of uh, the Neighborhood's new joint. Uh, the song's called Lost in Translation. Let me double check. The Bill Murray's Scarlett Johansson movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tur- turned song by the band The Neighborhood. Um, but really, 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 really good. Um, actually, just like as a single track. I don't really know. A ton of their music, but like they did that Sweater Weather song, if you know. Yeah. Uh, that sounds familiar. I mean, you would know if you heard it. It's like real fucking popular from, I don't even know when, like 2013 or so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, I, know. I think I know what you're talking about. <clears throat> um, and the other recommendation I got uh, was uh, Glass Animals' Dreamland. They I don't know do? if you all listen to Glass Animals. Yeah, yeah I just need to do it. Yeah. They're bri- 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 pretty big, like. It's synth pop ish, but they're way more experimental. They're mm. like if a synth pop band and the fucking crazy Matt Healy dude from the 1975 joined and tried to make cohesive albums that sounded a singular way. Mm. And so uh, it had like really, really good production. My only problem was there was like a ton of tracks I ended up accidentally, like I always do, choosing to listen to the bonus. Uh, or the deluxe edition, rather, with bonus tracks, etc. 16 songs, it's like an hour long. Um, but there are some really, really good songs, but again, my problem with synth pop and like these like indie pop bands in general is like the singer's voice, as incredible as the music can be from song to song, really gets like one note, you know? Like if they don't put a lot of vocal textures, they don't have like good backup singers, or they don't have good features, it kind of you just are like, do I really want to listen to sixteen songs out of things? This off of this thing. But they have three really good songs I'd recommend. Um, one is Tokyo Drifting. Uh, it features Denzel Curry and it's fire, okay. actual fire. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then they have Space Goes Coast to Coast, which I just like hey. the name of it for. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> and then uh, they have another one called Hot Sugar. All three of those are pretty freaking good songs, um, and I've definitely added them to other playlists. But all in all, it's really good. And what I like about it is that when someone chooses to do a project and again it's like a whole like soundscape thing for me like dreamland i'm thinking it's going to sound dreamy it's going to sound ethereal it's going to sound majestic every song 
is unique in terms of its music production, and yet you still get tied back to that place of like, okay, clearly this is like a dreamscape. It's a daydream about a girl. It's a, you know, I'm like literally off in bed asleep, like having the craziest fucking acid trip style dream of all time. Um, whatever, but it's all pretty good. Uh, there was one song though that was dog shit. I don't know, you know those like 2006-ish era songs with like Nelly Furtado, Justin Timberlake, <laughs> and Timberland. There was like three of them, and yeah, they all yeah. sounded the same. Four minutes. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a song on the album called Your Love, also called Deja Vu. It's Justin like the alternate title. <laughs> yeah, well, and so does fucking Deontay Hitchcock uh, called Deja Vu. All right. And it literally has the production. It's like and it sounds like classic Timbaland and worthless classic just, Timbaland. just for the meme because I was like this is straight up like I, I wonder if the Deja Vu is supposed to be a Nelly Furtado song because it is 1000% like <laughs> it sounds like they literally just put a new song over that track um, but all in all pretty good at least those three songs that I liked uh, Sorry, Space what Coast Coast Dreamland Dreamland go but the three songs, Hot Sugar, Space Coast Coast to Coast, Tokyo Drifting. Tokyo Drifting, if you don't listen to anything else, listen to that out, because Denzel fucking so good. But yeah, shout out to uh, Nicole for uh, suggesting that, because pretty good. Shout out, Nicole. Next guest. Just Nicole. <laughs> Next confirmed. Guest. Oh, confirmed. <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> confirmed. Watch out. On stream here. Dude, just, like, way off topic, I just, I was... Like I thought that I was gonna say this earlier, um, I was just I've just been playing like Super Mario Sunshine, and I just okay, like why didn't you talk about this? I just like I just forgot to mention it, dude. I I cannot believe I had so that much patience. Well, yeah, that people hate it, but I can't believe I had so much patience as a child to play this fucking game. <laughs> yeah. I am getting so angry replaying this game on Switch. It's just driving me crazy. I was like, I was I I lost like sixteen lives on one world, and I was like. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this up tonight, and it just slipped my mind until right now. God damn. Which game? Super Mario Sunshine. Oh fuck that game. Have okay. you gotten to the uh, the game. ink the ink things when they take over that island, the plaza? The ink things. The, ho- the hotel. Oh yeah. When the ghosts take over the hotel and then the slime takes over. Not there so. yet. I'm uh oh. yeah episode <laughs> two on there. Yeah, that was the one that I just lost like 16 lives on. It's yeah. It's one of the secret I, worlds where you lose your, your. Uh, I kind of wish the whole game were those. I hate them. <laughs> those, are, those are the ones that are like giving me like high anxiety. I just like I can't play this game anymore. Yeah, those are the pure shit. Like, no, <laughs> yeah, literally no, it is. No aiming water bullshit. No, no. jet jump bullshit. It's pure Mario skill. That's, yeah. that's true. <laughs> hey, that's hey, cool. 3D Mario. If there's, if there's anything I've associated Mario with, it's pure, unadulterated <laughs> skill. Skill. Yeah, but if that was just... just play some Super Mario Sunshine to warm up. That was just a thought I had. It was like, I can't believe, like, 10-year-old Lane had the patience to play this game, like, every single day, nonstop. That's it. Uh, John, did you have anything else? No, that's pretty much all I listened to. Cool. can move on. I didn't really play any games. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, moving on to the suggestions for the week. Um, y'all can have a preference, movie or album. I think movie first, so we can end on a decent note, because <laughs> Jesus, that movie. That's fine. Uh, really? Not, no, 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 not bad, not bad. Just not a positive note to end on. <laughs> right. Oh, not, a, not, a, okay. not a light-hearted subject. Definitely not. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we start there. Fucking uh, Snow on the Bluff, Curtis Snow. Ugh. What a, Someone will get their opinions because I know exactly, like, my opinion did not change whatsoever. So. so, like, it's a good movie for it being a movie, but when I think of it as what it is, a documentary of a guy's life that starts off with him fucking doing an armed robbery, it feels a little bit like I'm giving money to this dude for shooting people. <laughs> I was very conflicted. <laughs> but at the it's same time, I was like... Shot. Well, I mean, it's, it's literally edited together footage of I'm the saying camera it's himself. not like his life. It's not his actual I mean, life. Of course, of course, yeah. of course. So, but, like, you're not really. I don't but think. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't make him 
any less of like a fucking trap lord robber. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, that's fair. I don't think that has anything to do with the movie, though. Right. I mean, it has everything to do with the movie, though. So, <laughs> uh, my my biggest note was fuck Kangol hats. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust anyone. I don't trust anyone wearing those fucking hats. They're gonna fucking shoot up my baby mama, dude. I'm not that was sad as fuck. I, I literally was like, Jesus Christ! I have to remember that this is like, like, because my my only other experience with shaky cam, like found footage videos, are fake movies like Cloverfield or um, like those like ghost movies. What are those ghost movies called? Paranormal Activity. Paranormal Activity. Yeah. So I'm like. I have to remind myself that this isn't just like a movie, but a documentary, a found footage documentary. Uh, and yeah, that scene fucked me right up. So, R.I.P. Uh, <clears throat> what's her name? Yeah, I can't remember her name. But yeah, I, I mean, it was, a, it was a good movie, but it was just way too real. And then I was like, I want to know what happens to this guy. So I like started looking him up. I did a deep dive. Uh, his net worth is $300,000, but his associate, who has all the videos published on YouTube... Uh, oh, I ha had it written down and then I erased it, but it's like J the something something, I forget what the real person or some stupid ass name, but he's worth like six million. And Damn. I'm just like, I feel like Curtis got like the <laughs> short end of this fucking lotto stick. And so apparently he like has done some other movies. There's like two more Snow on the Bluffs and he did a voiceover for a short film and he appears in some other, and this is the real category, real trap movies. And I was just like... I think that Snow on the Bluff what? 2, that was the Snoop Dogg yeah. one, right? That they, they like sued over that. Because Snoop Dogg, they made like a parody, but it was like not, it wasn't supposed to be funny. I think it was supposed to be like along the same lines, but it was like a, their own version of it or something. And yeah, I'm pretty sure that they like the... Production company of the first one sued Snoop Dogg in the second one for that. But I think Curtis Snow is also in it. I think he's credited in it. I don't know that for sure because I don't need to do well, research no, I'm, I'm for this. I'm pretty sure he is. I'm pretty sure he is. That's what I was getting at. It's like he's yeah. in these other movies in the same plot line of him actually just continuing to live his life. Yeah, uh, I uh, just got to hijack it a bit. I wish every single movie felt as raw and uh, authentic as this movie does. I, I wish there was that. a way yeah. to somehow translate. Obviously, this is in the real world, and there are places, you know, I'm going to recognize, oh, a drug deal, you know, I've seen that before. You know, you're going to see real things, so it's a little uh, kind of on uneven ground when it comes to putting you inside the world. But I just wish other movies could <laughs> capture me as well as this one did. Yeah, dude, I felt really uncomfortable watching it, and I was I like, was anxious the whole movie. I was I've seen it before. I've been like, yeah, I, 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 I had to warn Lane. I said, I said, Noah told me that it's like a real found footage movie, and I knew what the plot was. But those two things didn't go together in my brain. I just knew those as two independent facts. So I literally said, it stays real, it starts real, and it stays real the entire time. And like real in the sense of obviously legitimate and real in the sense of like shit just got fucking real <laughs> because it literally starts with a goddamn armed robber no like jesus christ <clears throat> but really fucking good movie it was just, good yeah i don't know that i'll rewatch anytime soon unless i'm like hey anyone want to watch this fucking movie i bought on goddamn youtube <laughs> like uh, my only negatives were i said maybe the ending but it wasn't even like a negative and then my next negative was nothing okay. <laughs> like, oh. I take it back there was nothing wrong this is something I want to bring up you have to be either the craziest motherfucker on earth or the realest yeah. fucking friend to be the camera guy that whole time oh yeah that dude, yeah yeah, that dude, yeah, yeah that dude was never strapped that dude watched you Curtis again no he, he when he put the bandana on that one scene I think he cocked a gun I don't think he did because I was like when Although Curtis got fucking he has a shot. Camera. When Curtis got shot, well, he Curtis was literally wasn't there. Either, so I know, but I'm saying he was like right there, and he's like crawling on the ground next to him. The guy's gun jams. Yeah. I'm like, how did this get recorded? Like, how are you not dropping the camera and running for your fucking life? You didn't get shot, you know? Like Curtis, like I was just blown. Like my yeah. mind was fucking. <clears throat> that shit was handle. pretty crazy. <clears throat> yeah, good movie. Uh, 
go ahead, go ahead. I don't think this is real in any way. You think just the whole movie was fake? Yeah, I, I need to know. I just want you to know. I don't. I think this is real I need to know because the whole time I thought it was real. All the people, no, all the people are real people, like real hood people who actually live on the bluff and stuff. Yeah. But like the plot and everything is all fake. I like need to I know. Think that's all, fake. all these random ass people are just good actors because like that yeah, felt just, so yes, real. I know. That's why I love the movie even more is because I it's think, not real. He got out of jail. How did he fake getting out of jail? I, and the cops I and everything. Really I think the cops might have been real. It was a little too. Uh, that's that's another thing I read. I just read this on IMDb trivia, so I don't know how real it is. But they, I read that the police department actually like used the like used the movie. They like investigated the filming of the movie as like uh, evidence for like a string of like break-ins and like right, robberies, like home, home invasions that happened yeah. yeah in Atlanta. That's what I read too. I was like, I thought this was like real. Yeah, no, and I think that honestly just makes the movie and the filmmakers even more. I make I think the feat is even more impressive. It definitely is. It's crazy for sure. Yeah, be, uh, because give any proof uh, other than thinking it's not real that it's not real. Like are there statements? I just I just I think they I just I it's too I don't know. There's a certain <clears throat> line of reality. I don't know. Like there's there's too much of a plot. Uh, I real life mm, just happens way more randomly. It's not. But what was what was like super know. random about it? Because he was just like, you know, he it was no, like he, he was he's like this I guy is dealing drugs on my turf. Let's like I'm, I'm gonna. Good. I'm saying real life is more random. This was okay. a pretty clean cut plot. Boom, about it being. I mean, I. Mean, I How many yeah. months has it taken over? Like, he was literally in jail for four months. Assuming it's real, right? He's in jail for four months. Like, they probably just edited a shit ton of footage, right? Like, just hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of footage. Yes, yeah, I don't think it's. I mean, you know what? If you want to prove me wrong, that'd be sweet. No, no, no. But... The only thing that I was confused about as to why it might not be a real movie, but then I was like, well, once they got the movie deal, they could have just shot that scene. Because it's like. The movie ends, the camera dude's just standing at the corner, and he's walking away. And I'm like, you wouldn't do that unless, like, you know this is about to be a movie. You know? Yeah. Right. So that's not real. Yeah, I feel like that phone call could have been faked. And certain aspects of the thing could have been reshot. But, like, on the whole, it felt Uh, pretty I I think it's in an authentic environment, but, like, the scenes and the plot itself are completely fake. Like, yeah, the old man drinking a 40 that he talks to, that is a real man. But then the White King hat guy, I think that's not a real man. I don't think White King hat's a real guy. I think that's a character. Yeah, I felt like that was a character, too, just because, like, surely if you know everyone on your fucking block, like, you would just learn the guy's name. You wouldn't yeah. be like, oh, White Hat, you know? Yeah. Like, it's fucking One Piece or some shit. Like, right. Uh, I also, I just want to bring up another, I'm just going to jack off the movie a little more. (laughs) Uh, I enjoy that it's almost every plot point is a sort of metaphor. I guess that's the word, whatever. One of those words, a metaphor for just the vicious cycle of drug dealing. Yeah, oh, for sure. Literally every single event rocks his world pretty much in a different way and you never know what's coming at all and you're always on edge like being always on edge the movie did that obviously and that's just i think a great representation of what it's what it might be like to uh sling some crack when like the whole you know this is where i was you know like that baby is me and i'm my uncles and like this is like a very real thing that happens i was like yeah you're not being very subtle like it's pretty fucking obvious that like if this is the cycle, like, yeah, well, I, I see it. I get it. <laughs> like, but, yeah, all in all. Any other comments about the movie? We move on. Did you see, did you see, um, yeah, good movie. You should watch it. Did you read about how the director, like, like, promoted it? With he, like, bought, yeah, like, a bunch like, of, like, blank yeah. VHS tapes yeah. and, like, put, like, certain clips of the movie on the VHS tapes and, like, 
put like fake blood and shit and like would like mail like them guerrilla marketing yeah he would like he would like, like a bunch of like conservative groups and like yeah, random politicians and shit and yeah that's how he like promoted the movie i thought that was interesting but it's pretty good if only he could sell it to a streaming service of note that'd be great. <laughs> right that'd be... youtube fucking movies jesus yeah. christ but it's it's like four bucks, so uh, yeah. it's not the worst four bucks I've ever spent for sure. It's not, but there's an HD version out there. Newport Mental oh, 100. Shit. Shout out to you. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. We can move on. All right. So, uh, so then for the album, we've got Deontay Hitchcock's uh, Better, the deluxe edition specifically, although Noah decided to be a fucking pussy ass bitch. I listened to the deluxe one. Oh, okay, okay. Just after last, the regular one. The last time we spoke, no, you listened to the regular <laughs> one, and I was like, I accidentally bro. listened to the regular one. Yeah, I accidentally missed 10 fucking songs, you stupid <laughs> bitch. I quit uh, the album. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to take it away, then? Since you've uh, no, to I, 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 you know what? I don't really want to take it away. I just want to ask Wayne this question. What's up? I'm not sure if you posed the question, John. Did this album remind you of Mac Miller? Can I pause already? Go ahead. I want to. I want. Yeah. I want. I want Lane's thoughts on this. But when you asked that question to me, and I didn't independently think of this, my first thought was, "This is exactly what Lane's talking about when he says this is a classic John and Noah moment where they say something to me about something <laughs> I like, <laughs> and then it completely changes my perspective <laughs> of it because then I went." Oh my god, there's like three Mac Miller songs on this album. And I went, yeah. I, I remember thinking that for like one song, but I can't remember specifically which song it was. Okay, I, but... I just, his voice was very reminiscent of, I, I would say, almost uh, older Mac. Yeah. Maybe not, maybe not Circles, Femdom Divine Mac, but more Faces and all that. Bruce Wade, you know, all that stuff. Uh, no, uh, I won't say much about it i did enjoy it i think more than the other two albums we listen to or the other three albums we've listened to now um still not my favorite it sounds like if i had listened to it when i was 15 it would have blown my mind i would have been like deontay hitchcock that's my guy for me it's and it's like we had another album that we've listened to that i said this but it's like I wouldn't listen to it by myself, but if we were like, you know, driving somewhere, if we were like on a road trip and it was just like on, it's like one of those songs where I could like listen to once on the car ride and then it's like, okay, that was, you know, some good music for a minute. And that's kind of how I felt with, especially like the first part of this album. Um, I thought a, a couple of the songs were pretty stupid, <laughs> like on the first part, like at the deluxe edition, like disc one. Um, but I really liked just about any song that had a feature on it, like the one with Black, uh, How the Fuck. That was like a pretty good song. I thought that was pretty good. Um, yeah, that's like uh, my, <laughs> that's like the only song on my negatives list. Really? Yeah, I liked yeah, it. I just, I just felt it was just a little, a little bland compared to the rest of the album. I, I had three songs on my negative list, cutter. and none of them were that one. What I, were your every, I, I think I, think I, I said exactly what Mike said. I think I, I said every feature though. is good. I don't know if you have to preface our negatives anymore because we obviously have just deferring views. Well, so the fucking the prelude, how could you not say like that's not even a song? Oh, yeah. I put, just well, I just didn't put that on there. Yeah, because I was like, notes. I was like, I was like, this, this ain't it. I had to skip yeah. it. I was like, halfway through, I was like, oh, okay, it's just gonna be some lady talking to me about Jesus. No, thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then I also really didn't like Kenny G or Give Me Your Money. Uh, no, I didn't like KG. Give me your money, I don't like. Give me your money. Give me your money was corny as fuck. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Some of them were stupid. Yeah. The first disc, some of them were just stupid. <laughs> I think Give Me Your uh, Money is the only real offender of being corny and stupid. Honestly, well, and, you I know mean, what the just... biggest thing was? The production on it was low key kind of fire, only because it sounded like like the uh, 2000s like Fat Joe era Birdman style, like you know what I'm talking about, like. And then, then you just had some girl yelling at you for like forty-five <laughs> seconds at a time for the course, and I was like, eh, no thanks. Like, it's, it, re- it reminded me of uh, Schoolboy Q and Black song, uh, "I Ain't Really Drunk," and I, but it was bad. It was the bad. Right, <laughs> you're the bad person. <laughs> if I could, if I could flip this and turn it to dog shit, this is what that would be. Yeah, uh, I do have to shout out the song "I Got Money" with Jid. 
simply due to the amazing sample that is the Katamari Damacy sample. Is, uh, is that the one you were asking me about? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's from a video game, Katamari. Game's a banger. Soundtrack's awesome. Look it up. That's it. <laughs> That's all my shout-outs on this album. What were, what were your all's favorite songs on it? Uh, growing Up slash Mother God. I think that yeah. is number one. I like that one a lot. I like that one a lot. That, and then probably How the Fuck. I, maybe... Did you like I Remember? I think I like so. I yeah. Because yeah, I, like I, I, when I when I listened to it, I literally paused it, rewound it, and went, this sounds like J. Cole, and then played mm. it again, and I could have easily been convinced that that was a J. Cole song, from yeah. the production all the way through, like, how, like, both his flow and, like, his actual enunciation, it just didn't sound exactly like Deontay Hitchcock on any other song, it sounded like J. Cole. Right. It, I enjoy how he's able to kind of go back and forth between different... Uh, different styles and different cadences. Some of his songs, I kind of got a currency vibe. I think I said that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then, then obviously the Max course, thing. The Max yeah. thing, and yeah, J Cole. I mean, I really enjoy a new rapper's versatility when it comes to something like that. Like Big Mensa's Internet Tape. Mm-hmm. It was yep. a really good versatile album, and I feel like this is about the same in that sense. Yeah, I, I pretty much like that. I gave. I'm pretty sure I give it like an eight out of ten ish, yeah, eight definitely. and a half out of ten. Yeah. Only because one, I'm excited to actually have like a new person on my radar, right? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who's like actually good and has good features. Um, but yeah, like exactly like you said, like he's actually versatile. Like he can go over like pretty much any type of beat. Like literally, he did like early 2000s. He had like those like weird like 90s fucking like 808 like dr dre eminem bullshit kind of production and then all the way to like an actual just like trap banger throw it on your bangers playlist and play it at a party kind of thing yeah. um but also i didn't realize this but i did after like i started lo- looking it up but he's on so in my notes i made mention of god damn this has like a lot of people from that dreamville project where i first got put on to guap dad 4000 and mm-hmm. i had that thought on the Guap Dad 4000 track. Also, shout out to him for having literally the best rap name in the game. Uh, yeah, no <laughs> And, like, I was like, oh, yeah, so he was on that Dreamville project. And then it turns out Deontay fucking Hitchcock is on that Dreamville project. Oh, and that's how no. I think he got a lot of these features. His, like, he proved himself. Is mm. he TDE? Because I, I think one of his songs mentions TDE, and I'm not sure if that means he's a part of Top Dog or he just knows Top Dog. He and probably just knows I Top was... Dog. I feel like most people do. Looks you like he signed to RCA Records. Oh, okay. Never mind. Never mind. I just thought he was. Which is like Kuflo, Millie, Chris Brown, Doja Cat, and none of I... those are featured on here, so who the fuck knows? I really enjoyed the song Text Me with Ro James. But that's because Ro James' voice is top notch. Yeah, yeah on... my, my, my top. My more my bitch, Text Me, Deja Vu, growing yeah, Deja up, Vu. and I remember. But one Text the... Me was so good. I really, really liked it. Yeah. Was Ro James the one that had, like, Frank Ocean vibes? There was one, like, I, yeah. I can't remember if it was Ro James or if it was uh, Reason, maybe? Maybe it was Reason. No, Reason's, a, no, he... Reason's like an actual rapper. Kenny Mason? You might be thinking of that one uh, with Miguel. Maybe that's have what tried, it was. Have you tried taking yeah. notes? That way you wouldn't have to just, like, remember. Taking that's true. <laughs> that's true. Hmm. That's true. I but should, yeah, uh, because... Shout out, yeah. shout out did you did you write any quote quotables down like at your favorite bar? No. Mine, mine was the hook from my bitch head so good gotta wipe my ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna yeah I wanted to ask. I was like what the like, fuck does that mean? I was like I, I was like I you know want to believe I was like I want to believe I know what this means but maybe I just haven't had that good. Ahead. I've never known what that means. <laughs> that is yeah. Definitely a new way to put it. Yeah, yeah that's a good like, line. A, good line. That's a fucking bar. Oh man, but yeah, uh, all in all, solid <laughs> fucking album. Yeah, I, um, I can't really complain that much about this album, other than a few songs I didn't care for. Definitely showed me that I'll be looking forward to his next mm-hmm. album. For sure, for and sure. that's yeah. exactly what. Like, I'm just happy that there's someone good and up and coming that I like didn't already know about. Right. You know, because like I feel like Jit is now past the point, but like, okay, yeah. oh, yeah. that's the thing too. So like, so Dreamville thing happens. DiCaprio 2 happened just before that. Jid blows up. Jid's going to go on tour with Mac. Mac dies. 
Jid's mm -hmm. whole career gets kind of fucked because he's like just about to start glowing up, about to go on tour with big rapper. Then Rona. Then, a little bit before Rona, there's two years till Rona happens. Uh, <laughs> then he goes on tour with fucking Logic. And then the Dreamville shit comes out after, or like right in the middle of that tour. Because um, it got recorded like just after Mac died. And it turns out that fucking uh, Deontay Hitchcock started opening up for Jid on that Catch Me If You Can tour after DiCaprio 2. So it was like just a weird coincidence of like they kind of hooked up after the Dreamville thing and then just kind of like stayed together. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what what was that to do? Yeah. Rip? Just cool. <laughs> Was it John? I don't know. <laughs> uh, was that John crashed? Oh no! Oh, did we lose John? Oh, no. oh we lost John. No. Oh, there he is. Oh. We made it four John? episodes before we got a. He's probably reconnecting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> John, give us a sign. Anything? Press F and chat. I lost yeah. the viewer. That means uh, Sean's gone. Yeah. Uh, so you know, we just do suggestions and then just end it, or do we wait? I guess so. I mean, we're at the end. We're kind of the finish lines. A little. I'm just uh, trying to delay. Delay. Oh no! Wait, maybe. <laughs> hold on. I'll call him, and we'll just maybe yeah. we'll call him through. Call him on stream. It screwed up my uh my overlay. Now I've just got these. Discord wow, uh, restart? Oh, oh, oh. Alright. Alright, he's back. Alright, okay. <laughs> what happened? I have no idea. My internet never went out. My Discord just froze. Okay. Uh, so, did, is there anything else you wanted to say about that whole little yeah, tangent? Uh, no, basically, I was just getting to the point of... Yeah, they, they collaborated, and it's just crazy how everything went full circle, and so I think that's how he got a bunch of the features. Like, okay. From, Miguel all the way to Guap Dad to fucking Jid. Like, they all, it seems, met up, like, during this weird period of, like, because of Mac's death, which is just, like, full circle for me. It just fucking incepted my brain. Right. Cool. Okay. Yep. So, move on to right. the suggestion. <clears throat> New yeah, suggestions. Next week's shit. Get this shit wrapped up. So, my picks this week. Uh, yeah, decided we're going to do the seventh seal for the movie. 1957, something about dying, playing chess, you know. Every day, baby. Every day, baby. Um, and now for the album. And every day I die and play chess. <laughs> is that, is that With the Grim Reaper, yeah. Uh, now for the, for the album, that's what I am trying to think. Because I have one album that is similar to the last one. <laughs> We're just pop punk i was like ah it's a paramore album but i was like ah, i'm probably not gonna oh yeah can we do the other one and then paramore next month <laughs> <laughs> so i'm thinking man wait you've not listened to mumford and sons delta no i have i i threw them in the unheard you'll uh reach. because i don't pay attention to the hmm. headers sorry because gotcha. i was like it came out in 2018, and you're like the fucking biggest Mumford and Sons dick writer I've ever met. So I just assumed. And I didn't know if Unheard meant that two of you haven't, because I assume the two of you haven't listened to Delta by Mumford and Sons. You suggested it. Okay. So that's what, I, that's what I don't know, because Delta is a good one, but also, like, we could do some, like, jazz. But I also know that John hates anything that doesn't have lyrics. So I'm like. Uh, yeah, that I is don't, a tough I don't one. mind. I don't mind instrumental music. I hate instrumental albums. You can't have me listen to fucking... Like, I'm not going to so, listen to a study playlist and comment on the fucking musicality of it all. Like, that's why I'm not going to... I won't I won't recommend the Explosions in the Sky album then, for now. Because that's exactly what that would be. Okay. Uh, but this, there's a Snarky Puppy album. So that's jazz, and I think that's enough... This... <laughs> Yes. Oh man, I don't know. You know what? You know what? No, 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 okay, no, I decided. We're gonna do Mr. Finish Line by Wolfpack. Okay, Mr. Finish okay. Line by Wolfpack. Um, yeah, yeah. I want to make a quick 
comment here also about next week how that's going to go down um so next week will be our fourth for the month right we will have all three have gone correct and so when we do picks it'll be suggestions um and so as opposed to doing any one of us choosing we're going to kind of rng it and we'll include fewer suggestions into it so like I see that there's a suggestion for Quiet Holler's self-titled album. They're a band from Louisville. That can go mm-hmm. into the suggestion list. Okay. Uh, and then next week, after we've done, you know, Lane's suggestions, I talked about them, we'll do pics of all <clears> of these, <throat> and then that can be one of them for next week. Although, I may end up checking it out anyway, because I have enough time to listen to as much music as I fucking want. Find me. Okay then, well, our movie that we're going to discuss next week on the fifth episode of Bad Friends Worst Critics will be The Seventh Seal, and the album will be Mr. Finish Line by Wolfpack. Wolfpack. Yes, Wolfpack. Do you guys uh, know anything we're... about Wolfpack? <laughs> no. Uh, no, it's... it's Yes? It's like a funk is it that I know about them? group. Maybe Noah, or not Noah, maybe uh, Hunter recommended me a couple songs a long time ago. I Wolfpack, they were on like a FIFA album. Wolfpack is a cool thing. So they changed. They kind of fucked everyone else, but they kind of changed how Spotify pays artists. So to to they're fund, the yeah, they're the ones that did the silent album. Yeah, if you heard about that. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where that you just like they asked people to just play them. Like while 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 like, you were sleeping yeah. or something. Yeah, you just play, and they yeah, funded yeah. their first tour based on the silent album. Yeah, I do uh, remember that. Yeah, so Wolfpack okay, is a good we will one. Have, we will have more on Wolfpack next week when we see you for the next episode of Bad Friends Worst Critics. This is Noah Davis, John Pina, and Lane Wilman. Peace. Yeah. Peace.